sincerity. One of the things that becomes clear as you read through the New Testament is that one of the greatest missionary apostles, the Apostle Paul, that the church has ever known, he was the author of 13 letters in the New Testament from Romans to Philemon, his life was marked by sincerity. And that's one of the things you see illustrated here in 1 Thessalonians 2, which is where we happen to be today. It's one of the things not only illustrated in 1 Thessalonians 2, I think, but it's also one of the things that should be characterizing our lives. Sincerity. Why? Why should it characterize our lives? Well, for one, it was the example of Jesus. That's certainly clear when you read through the Gospels. And as I just said, it was the example of the Apostle Paul when you read through his life and story in the book of Acts and then in his New Testament letters. And then not only was it their example, but the example of other Christians throughout the ages. And um, it honors God. It honors God when you and I live a life that is sincere. I'll explain what that means in a little bit. It honors his church, his people. It honors, I think, other people who are not a part of the church when you are sincere in your interactions with him. Another reason why I think that we should be sincere is that um, it's attractive. It's evangelistic. We're, in fact, th you actually see that here in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, I think. We'll see that as you uh, read through it and look at it. So, so that's the why. It was an example of Paul. It was an example of Jesus. It honors God, honors his church, honors other people. It's evangelistic. But what is it? What is sincerity? Because, you know, maybe you've signed a letter before, sincerely. But um, I don't know that it's necessarily a quality or a word that you hear a whole lot used in the 21st century. It's not, it's not a part of our vernacular today, not in a big way. So what exactly is sincerity? Well, in the New Testament, which was written originally in Greek, there are a couple of Greek words that are typically translated into English as sincere or sincerely or sincerity. And, and one of them, it it means to not be a hypocrite. It means to not be a pretender. And I think every single one of us do not like hypocrites. Now, it's kind of funny because for years you would hear people say that the church is full of hypocrites. And uh, in some respects, maybe that's true. There are, I don't think there's ever a year that goes by where some high level Christian leader, be it a pastor or a person who runs a college, where they don't they're not outed as being in some regard a hypocrite because in, in every respect, all of us are in some way hypocrites. We don't live up to the standards that we hold ourselves to. Not always, although we should try to. But to live with sincerity means to not be a pretender, not be a hypocrite. But another word that is used and translated into sincerity or sincerely in the New Testament is a work a word that means to be judged by the light, judged by sunlight. So when you are judged by the light, you live a life that is out in the open for all to see, and there's nothing hidden. There's nothing done in darkness. And I think that that is a, a very good descriptive word. 
that we should be those whose lives are examined by the light. Of course, we're exhorted in the New Testament to walk in the light as he is in the light. And when we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Christ covers our sins because we do fail. That's in 1 John chapter 1. So why should we live with sincerity? With the example of Jesus, the example of Paul, it honors God, honors his church, honors other people. It's evangelistic. What is it to be judged by light? What, what does it look like or how does it live out in our lives? How should it be seen? Well, as I said, if you read through 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 today or if you listen to it on the listening plan, I think that you can see some clear pictures in Paul in this passage where his life is being lived with sincerity. And it's a life that we should take notice of because he's an example to us. And it's a life that, as you even will see in the text, I think that we should emulate. So as you go through the verses there, you see uh, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 2, that Paul was clear and bold as a follower of Christ, even though it brought him pain. He reminds the church at Thessalonica that when he came to them, he came from Philippi, where he had just been beaten, and then there was even threats on his life and the lives of his associates while he was in Thessalonica. So he, he knew that living for Christ could cause him censure or pain. It was, uh, it was not an easy thing to be a follower of Jesus at that moment and in that day where he was. And so he was still bold in his faith. And that's, a, that's an important aspect. And then in verse 3, not only was he bold, he was not deceitful. He was not deceitful in the way that he preached. And then in verse 4, he was not a man pleaser. He didn't live his life to try and please other people. Now, that's not to say that we shouldn't try to live in such a way where we are pleasing in our attitudes and so forth with other people. But if your whole life is lived to try and get other people to like you, then you might be living as a hypocrite. It's hard to be sincere and to live in that way. He was not a man pleaser. Instead, his goal, his, goal, his aim was to be pleasing to God. In verse 5, it says that he did not use flattery when he preached. He was not flattering in his words. And he wasn't trying to get something from people in verse 5. So that's an important thing that we need to take notice of. Didn't use flattery, wasn't trying to get things from people. He wasn't seeking the glory of people in verse 6 or making demands upon people with his authority as he might have been able to do, as I'm an apostle and I can make demands. He didn't do that. Verse 7, he was gentle in the way that he interacted with people. Verse 8 says that he was selfless. Verse 9, that he was a hard worker. He behaved blamelessly. He walked justly. So these are important things about living a life with sincerity. And what was the outcome? What was the outcome in Paul's life and ministry as he lived this way? Well, if you look at verse 13 of 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, he says, of the people in Thessalonica, you received the word of God, which you heard from us. You welcomed it, not as the word of men, but as it was in truth, the word of God, which also effectively works in us who believe. His word was received by the people because he was a messenger that came with sincerity. And I think if you want to be well-received in your sharing of the gospel or the way that you live in this life, then you need to be one who lives with sincerity. And they received the word from him and they became followers of that word. Verse 14 says they became imitators. The people followed the word of God and hopefully they began to emulate 
a life of sincerity. So my hope as we go through the scriptures is that the word of God would be that which perfects and completes and transforms us, that we would be transformed by the renewing of our minds. And one of the things that would be evident in us as we go through God's word is that we would become more sincere. Something I think we need to think about. Hopefully you'll pray about today and this week. God bless you.